This guy's a warrior, you know. He's back in Supermall at 11. What, what's the time now? <laughs> it's not even midday yet. Man's already drinking Supermall on a Tuesday, you know. Look, man. Yeah, you called me to come and do this podcast. I'm a bit nervous, innit? So I need something strong. <laughs> not not hey, alcohol we, strong, hey, but you know. We got, hey, we've got some Kavosia in the back, you know. <laughs> Hey, I'm easy for now. I'm easy for or now. If you want some, uh, uh, what's the other one? Oak heart. If you want some of that, <laughs> no problem at all, bro. We, we got you, man. Hey, say no more. Are you sure you can blame it on social media? Lexington is good for business. Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. Redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. What's going on people welcome to another episode of the redesign podcast just want to send a big thank you to everyone that supported the show so far all the guests that have made appearances on the show uh, thank you so much for your support and thank you for making your contribution to the podcast really appreciate it so this week got a very special guest one of our good friends emmanuel the co-founder of the web development company happy to host we're going to be talking about how relevant websites are in comparison to social media, the drawbacks of relying on social media for, um, you know, building your personal brand or your business or whichever. And then we have a, we segue into a couple of other topics in between. So I hope you enjoy the conversation and uh, don't forget if you want to get involved with the conversation, use the hashtag on Twitter, redesigned pod. So let's jump into that conversation right now. So how was the school run this morning? Yeah, it was a it was a bit of a hectic one. Uh, well, what happened? And my daughter woke up late, so fed her cereal this morning at home. And as soon as she finished her cereal, she got up, ran about two twos. Now I just turned around, I see the mess on the floor. She had already thrown up, so now I had to go and pick her up, go and clear up all the mess, go and change her, then drop her off to nursery just before ten, and then zoom down here. So <laughs> it's a bit of a hectic morning, but hey. Hey, that's the that's, oh, that's beauty of life, man. Beauty of kids, isn't it? Peep, peep, peep. Oh man, <laughs> I know. Stress. Beautiful mess, mate. Beautiful mess. I tell you. <laughs> How old is she? Two. She turned two at the end of October. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But those are the easier days, though. I, I find it's, it's a lot simpler, man. Apparently, so people are saying that keep man. them happy. You know, they don't <laughs> well, talk too much. Uh, <laughs> they don't answer back that often. You know what I mean? They don't talk too much, but they make a lot of noise. Believe me, bro. It's babbling up and down the place. Yeah, like she's throwing right. words here and there, you know, copying certain words you don't want her to catch. So you have to be careful with that, you know. Yeah, that's that's mad, you know. Do you know what I was thinking the other day? Yeah, you know when you're in the car, right? Yeah. And you're listening to like these days we don't really listen to radio too much. It's more like Spotify or your own playlist or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I find that the musicians these days they don't take enough care in terms of like making sure that the music is accessible to kids. Because yep. you know back in our day, yeah, like most of the music was like. It's either if you knew you was gonna to listen to like hip hop, yeah, you know that it's gonna have the parental advisory or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like at least you're prepared for it. Definitely. Now you've got R and B songs or pop songs just dro- just randomly dropping f bombs, so you can't even 
You're not even. Catch <laughs> time. Is that, you can't catch You know, eh? Do you know what I mean? Listen, it's the same. I, when we do play tracks now, I've I've learned to know the, the lyrics and when certain words come in. So you quickly hit the mute and then let go of it. So she's particular. She's particularly interested in Afro beats at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she can hum the words to sit back down. Yeah, yeah. And to um, posh by Mayokun. And if she, if she wants a track, she'll go posh, posh, because the track has changed. Yeah, yeah. So she's easily picking up the words. She can hum along with it as well. So, I mean, given that there's no, you know, ethanol blending in Afrobeat songs per se, I, I do get yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. I do, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. I do get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. Well, yeah, she, I mean, she's p- yeah, picking up things pretty quickly. Um, I mean, especially with the iPad now. Um, she's at that age where she's swiping and doing her own thing, um, especially with YouTube kids. So we're finding now we have to block certain videos because she could just end up in a in a world of her own, mm. listening to nursery rhyme songs, but in a completely different language. And she's there sitting, sitting, listening to it. I was thinking, listen, you need to get your English first before you start picking <laughs> up next languages, yeah? yeah? So we start blocking these videos one by one. But yeah. even with YouTube kids, we find that there's, other videos that sort of filter into it yeah so yeah just it's just about watching how she is with things around her you yeah. know because she can just interact like that did she watch slime, slime videos yeah <laughs> it's God. like this unknown no. cult like around the world of all these kids like they know i, I don't it's know crazy where man out, where it's come out from man like, how can you from? sit down and watch other kids play with slime Bro, they, it makes, find, they find it so entertaining. Makes no, sense, makes no sense to me. And she'll sit there and she'll press the videos. She'll know what she's looking for. She'll know. This baby shark thing. What's this? Oh, gosh. Uh, no, you, you must have heard. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, They're I making remixes of it all over the place now. There's memes of it on Instagram. It's crazy. I don't know where I it's I swear I've from. heard that somewhere Mate, in this house. I've, believe, I've definitely no, heard it. You've heard it. You've heard like, it. I'm not, I'm not usually paying attention. I'm hearing it in the background. I'm just... <laughs> Working on something else. But. Oh, man. The so most, that's what it is. That's yeah, On this show, bruv, go check out Baby Shark on YouTube. Baby Shark. Okay. Baby Shark. Yeah, bruv. It's a repetitive song. It just changes. Baby Shark. Da, da, da. Daddy Shark. Da, da, da. And it's just repetitive. It's quite catchy. That's why young kids will pick it up. My daughter, she's got it unlocked. She knows all the remix versions as well of the song. Oh, God. Where, eh? where is I don't know how it happens. I don't know how. This is crazy, but, man. Hey, when they remix it, they then dish it out on YouTube. That's just a platform for people to do all sorts, isn't it? It is. It eh? is, man. It is. Oh, flipping hell, man. Forgot to, forgot to do the introductions, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh. <laughs> you finished that super? Oh, you still got this? This guy's a warrior, you know. He's back in Supermall at 11. What, what's the time now? <laughs> it's not even midday yet. Man's already drinking Supermall on a Tuesday, you know. Look, man, yeah, you call me to come and do this podcast. I'm a bit nervous, isn't it? So I need something strong. <laughs> not, not alcohol hey, strong, hey, but you know. We've got, hey, we've got some Kovossier in the back, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm easy for now. I'm easy for or now. If you want some, uh, what's the other one? Oak Heart, if you want some of that. <laughs> no problem at all, bro. We, we got you, man. Hey, right, say no more. Look, I'm good with the Supermot for now, man. I'm good with the Supermot for now. <laughs> all right, man. Just let me know, though, yeah? Yeah, yeah I'll hold you. I'll hold you. Uh, good to have you here. Man, I appreciate it. Let's do the introductions. Yes. So my name is Emmanuel Akintaro. I'm the co-director of a web design and development company called Happy to Host. I'm also the creative director. So the guy behind all the visuals, the wireframing, user research, 
I'm a co-director. My business partner is Lawrence Johnny, who couldn't be here with us today. He's actually taken a class with um, Google Education today. So yeah, he's our project manager and he's also a developer. So yeah, web design development company. We're here today. Wicked, wicked. So who would you say is your, your main target audience for what you guys do? Because there's loads of different web design companies. There's loads of, uh, you know, UX studios and yeah. stuff like that. So who do you guys target and like how do you set yourself apart from everyone else what's your main skill set that you bring to the table that that yeah. kind of separates you um we pride ourselves in delivering a great service and our target audience um it's funny we've actually sort of redirected our attentions to delivering websites for educational establishments right um, so in the beginning though i remember you had quite a few like clients in the entertainment industry yes and you had yeah. quite a big big roster of clients like yeah yeah so are they still working with you at the moment or so i mean we do still do clients um other than education so yeah whether it's uh entertainment whether it's personalities we do still have quite a few clients under our belt are you allowed uh, to talk about those because I, I feel you're being a bit humble man yeah I, I've, nah. seen, I've seen some big boys and girls on your listen i'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying some to big clients, you know. <laughs> hey hey i'll happily Say oh, man. Names, God, because, name, you know, name drop a few of those names man, they're, they're, I don't... they're in our portfolio anyway so you could go and see that <laughs> <laughs> happytohost.com yeah. check that out um, but yeah we, we build um, we've built a website for Notes um, for Melody Kane uh, for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain of Liverpool yeah, Raheem yeah. Sterling Man City um, yeah it's, it's quite a few you're too few. humble bro <laughs> if, if that was me I'd be like you know what yeah <laughs> Yeah, my company's happy to host. Like, we've built websites for, like, you know, Alex <laughs> Oxlade Chamberlain. What's his name? Alex Oxlade Chamberlain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> notes, you know. Um, you built one for um, David O at one point as well, innit? David O at one point, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll come to talk about that, you know, the ups and downs of this, right, this yeah. business game. Yeah, um, yeah. So, we've got Malik Berry, who's currently in redesign phase as well. Yeah. Um, Hanum Kerr, she holds the record for the uh, female with the largest beard in the world. What? Yes. I've, do you know what? Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. What's her name again? Harnam Kerr. Harnam Kerr. I've, I remember seeing her on TV the other yes, day. Yes, yes. And I didn't know what her name was. But yeah, right. I, I, yeah. when you said that, I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her friends know her as Nizzy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... So how, um, did you, so how did you get that contract then? How did that come So from? we actually met her through um, Play Dot Apparel, who's another client of ours. Okay. Um, they're a clothing and um, fashion brand. So he was doing a... Um, a talk with a show hosted by um, DJ Cuppy. Okay. We, we actually also who do her website for Cactus on the Roof. Uh, so, you I know, told you, bro. You're so <laughs> humble, man. All these big names like that you're working with. Uh, you know, it was just coming back to I me. I need to drop some tips for, for the listeners out there that are trying to, you know, build no, it. No, no, so no. You're, you're, definitely. You're doing definitely. all right. No, no, we're you're trying. You're doing we're all trying. right. We're trying. Just just keeping our head down, you know, and cracking on with it, man. That's, that's all you can do. 100%, um, bro. But yeah, so he was doing a talk at her show and Hanum was there and he introduced us. Uh, and from there, yeah, we've just been in constant communication and then it came to a point where she needed a website and yeah, she looked to us again because we built that relationship initially with her. Mm. You know, we weren't trying to target her directly for a website. You know, it was just getting to know her just to build that relationship so that going forward, if she did need our service, she'd know who to go to. You know, friendly yeah. face of happy to host yeah okay so in terms of like nowadays when people deploy websites 
I find that because I design websites as well for for um, some of my clients, I find that they expect as soon as the website goes live, they're going to get an influx of customers or that is actually going to drive their business. They don't think about the strategy behind, yeah. you know, yeah. the promotion strategy, SEO. Um, for those listening who don't know what SEO is, is search engine optimization. They pay a lot more attention to social media yes. and likes rather yeah. than actually driving yeah. traffic and making sure that their websites are actually converting into paying customers. Um, exactly. what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I mean, we've come, with that, come across that quite a lot. Um, you know, advice has been that, you know, once the website has launched, you need to continuously serve content, but content of good quality as well. Mm. in order for people to be able to then search for you find your website go to your website and stay on it yeah. so that they can then explore your services it's important because you know if you have a new website yeah it's it's got all the bells and whistles it's glistening everything looks sexy but if you're just leaving it there you know telling people you've got a new website but that's about it mm. you're not you're not breathing life into that website because we we give you the skeleton we give you the visuals we give you the setup but it's then for you to then go and drive the content to drive visitors to your site. And mm. if that doesn't happen, then, you know, sales aren't going to happen, you know, to rely on social media for likes and all that kind of thing. I mean, it's easy for someone to just scroll past a picture. Oh, I like that. Click, click, scroll on. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so social media, it shouldn't be your sole, the, the sole thing that you rely on in order to, for you to drive traffic. Yeah. You do need to actually go out there, spread the word yourself. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've, we learned that the hard way. Because um, with our social media, even when we first started out, uh, we didn't really know what it was about. You know, we were just posting pictures of our daily ins and outs and that. But we didn't know how to connect our service with social media. Yeah. We thought it was all about trying to make people laugh, trying to collect those likes. Yeah getting stressed if you know i weren't reaching more than 10 likes and yeah, what am yeah. i doing wrong what am i doing wrong but at the end of the day you need to look at your brand and what you serve and how you can tie the two together mm. yeah no i totally agree with you because at one point even with myself i spent a lot of time building the grid for Kbox creative and making sure it's all pretty making sure that the branding is on point <laughs> yeah. you know the the accent colors and yeah. stuff like that but then what I realized was when I got extremely busy with client work, I didn't even have the time to do that stuff. But guess what? It didn't affect, it didn't affect my money at all. It was like I was at the busiest point of my life, career, like business-wise, but I was also the most quiet on that to the point where some clients were emailing me saying, are you still in business? Like, are you still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you still do logo design? I was like, yeah, right. of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just a thing where there's this illusion with social media that if it's not happening on social media, you're not busy. Exactly. But it's, it can be the complete opposite as well. Exactly. Which is, exactly. Which is crazy. And a lot of people that are starting up businesses, um, they're starting their own side hustles. Not to, you know, get too concerned. I mean, social media is very important, but not to get too concerned where the only strategy you have in your head is for social media and building up your following. Exactly. That should just be one of the many strings to your bow. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But moving on about like web design and stuff like yes. that. Do you find that you see on social media, when people are discovering new products and services, mm -hmm. do you find that people don't tend to visit websites? They kind of like stay on social media and then connect with the, the company through social media? Or do you find that websites are still very much 
across the board important, especially like when it comes to personal brands. Because I can't remember the last time that I went on a personal brand's website. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of like just follow them on social, interact with them. Sure. And then that's it. And especially like things like blogs. I don't tend to read as many blogs yeah. as I used to. Yeah. And I'm, I find myself looking at more YouTube content or listening to podcasts. 100%. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, first and foremost, I definitely think, and this is not just because I'm a web designer of a web design company, but having a website is important. Um, and it may not be, it may be a fact that, yes, yeah, social media is now present and everyone is on social media. So even if you want to connect with your, your favorite artist, all you have to do is just search them up on Instagram or Twitter, search up their name and you can see all the latest feeds about them and whatnot. Really? Do you, do you want to go to the website for news? Do you want to go for galleries? No, because you're seeing the latest content on their feed. So what does it actually, so what does a website actually serve a purpose for? In my opinion, from a professional standpoint, from a business standpoint, it's definitely good to have one because if you're trying to build up something, a brand isn't going to necessarily come to you through your social media. Yeah. They might see what you're doing but then they want to see what you have outside of social media. Exactly. Yeah. So that point of contact, it might be through a business form on your website. They might want to find out more about your company, which they won't necessarily find out on social media. Mm. They might want to find out the people behind the brand, you know, what your brand stands for. Whereas social media, you just, you know, a quick 140 characters, you know, this, that, and the other, you know, Instagram, you're posting a picture, but what does it really say about you? It might say something about your product, I mean, even Instagram are now, you know, it's been about for a while now, but they've introduced the shopping feature on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You click a picture, there's a little white dot there. You can shop the item immediately because they know that people spend a lot of time on Instagram. Exactly, so they want to yeah. keep you within in that loop. Yeah. How do you think that's going to affect like e-commerce websites? Do you think there's, there's going to be a place for both or do you think, where do you, where do you see it going? I mean, there's loads of people on social media, but not everyone is on social media. Yeah. Not everyone is on social media. And there's only so much you can do on social media in terms of customization. So, um, for instance, if you go on a website, you can pick the colors, you can pick your sizing and whatnot. Um, or you can even add additional options, like adding your own comments or adding some special feature to it. Yeah. Like yeah. if you want to get something customized. That's a limitation of what you can't do on Instagram at the minute. Yeah. Now, is Instagram going to become now a marketplace? I don't know. But right now, I definitely think there is still a place for um, e-commerce websites. Yeah, definitely. 100%. And also, another thing is, on the flip side to that, who says Instagram is going to be around forever? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because look what happened to MySpace. There you go. Yeah, and also, like, what if... Imagine building, like, a really successful business and you've only you know, you've put all your eggs in one basket mm-hmm. and you've put it on social media, one yeah, platform. Exactly. And now that platform yeah. goes away. What happens to your business? There you go. Exactly. Uh, I think exactly. a lot of people kind of overlook that. Oh, 100%. 100%. They don't realise that social media should be the fullback mm. to your main platform, which is your own space. The space that you own. Yeah. No one else owns. Yeah. Yeah, you're not relying on Instagram to have a consistently running service. You're not relying on Twitter to be up, you know, 100% every day. When Twitter goes down, what are you going to do? This is it. When Instagram goes down, you know, when they go through a purge and you start losing <laughs> followers because, you know, your numbers have gone down. So people have been buying fake followers. And rah, stuff. rah. You know, you they're know? cracking down on that now, you know. 
Yeah. I swear, yeah. I read something the other day that they're going to start deleting accounts that have got <laughs> fake followers. It's peak for some people, you know? Oh, man. Oh, some it's, people indeed. Uh, <laughs> Be careful, people, man. They're fake followers, fake likes. In the long run, it's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it at all, not man. Not worth it at all. Not worth it at all. So yeah. we've talked about um we've talked about how relevant websites still are. Do people still come to you for the, the blog component of of websites? Because I find people these days, I don't know, I feel like blogging itself, mm-hmm. the written format is is dying. I don't know. What do you think? Um, to be honest, it's funny you say that. Um I mean blogging hasn't been a feature that has cropped up in the past few projects that we've had. Mm. From a from a news standpoint. People want to be able to add news to their website. You know, this is serious content to talk about their services or what's happening in their environment. But in terms of blogging, not really. Mm. Um, people are now more concerned with adding social, uh, adding a social media page to their website. To the website, right. Which okay. now lists all the social platforms, yeah. you know, like in one feed, so that people do have an eye on what's actually going on on the outside world. But in terms of blogging, I, I, th- I think I agree with you. That is slightly taking a, taking a nosedive. Yeah, but you know the, the funny thing about that? Blogging is like an essential component for SEO. Yes. And a lot of people are overlooking that. Yeah. Blogging is not sexy, but if you do it correctly, you it can help your, your search rankings, especially yes. if it's something where you want people who don't not necessarily know who you are to, when they're ready to buy something, they yeah. type into Google what they're looking for and yeah. your page comes up. Yeah. You're not going to get that from social media necessarily. Exactly. Which is, which is crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. I think the only other way around it is like if you do video content, but the barrier of entry to video is a lot higher than, you know, blogging. Because obviously, if you're blogging, all you've got to do is just find a topic and then write what you know about it, bullet point it, mm-hmm. and then you're good to go. But with video, you need cameras, lenses, yeah. lighting, yeah. sound. Um, but what I've noticed is some of your content, I've seen that you've actually started to like move over to, you know, filming. Yeah. Is that something that you offer as a service or is it something that you're just practicing to build your portfolio and then um well no right now it is something that we um offer as a service uh we've got a team of videographers behind us who um we have sent out previously to record events that our clients have uh, sort of participated in or actually headlined so for instance malik berry um we've gone to record his shows um so I've I've actually gone a couple of times myself, and it's it's quite fun standing up on the stage, just yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. getting the full angle of everything. Um, so all that is a, it, it's a nice little plus. Um, but we've also started creating trailers for particularly for schools. So I'm not sure if you've seen, you've come across the website and it has like a massive banner, but it's a video background, right? And it's just looping through a few shots. Um, they do it particularly on school websites these days, just to show the different views of the school mm. and then they have a main video that you can click into to then get an insight into the school itself so video as a service is actually on the rise in my opinion mm. um the rich media is definitely uh, a good way of communicating your message to viewers rather than just you know plain text on the screen the traditional way of doing things yeah of course. Uh, so video I, f- I think is coming in strong right now i mean even if jump back straight um jump back into social media you know, with Instagram, with IGTV, you know, all the videos, the video interactions that you can have with them. I mean, it's, it's all over the place right now. 
Mm. All over the place, yeah. So, like, in terms of the video, like, you've got into video yourself now. Yes. Like, what camera are you currently using? Uh, so, Canon 5D. Free. That's a big boy camera, you know? Yeah. What, a, the full frame, yeah? Yeah. But there's just so many angles to it. So, <laughs> so many. And I, I just don't have the capacity right now to, to, to try and even understand it. That's why I leave it in the hands of our videographers. Right, okay. For me, it's just hit record or snap. Oh, and that's okay. It. Well, do you know what? I'm going to be honest. Looking at the footage that you guys did, yeah, I didn't think that it was you know done by someone who don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so, okay, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I so you're not into like frame rates and exposure and no, things like aperture no, and stuff like that no, you don't really no, understand no, that no, yet no I, not yet not yet that's the key thing not yet right <laughs> so i do intend to get into it but like i say my my, my baby my um my main bread is the web design and development yeah. so that is that just complements um the service that we provide yeah yeah have you ever thought of getting a drone i haven't you know i haven't actually thought of one but I've seen the stuff you've done with it, especially. <laughs> there was one time you went on a holiday. Yeah. And you did one crazy shot, a slow motion capture. It was so beautiful. I was thinking to myself, yeah, this, this, this guy, he, he's really getting into it. Nah, he's bro. really getting yeah, into I, it. I love my yeah. camera stuff, drones, yeah. tech. Any, anything tech, like, I spent too much money on tech, bro. <laughs> it's not good, man. But there's a, there's a trade-off for everything. There's a oh, trade-off for this everything. Is it. Like, some people have, like, hundreds of pairs of trainers. I've probably got about seven or eight pairs of trainers yeah, that I wear, yeah. like wearable trainers. Yes. Um, but um, for me, tech, I think I need to relax a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I need to relax a bit more. Yeah, I see um, all these lenses all over the place, mate. I'm yeah, lost. yeah, all these. Oh, I, I, I I'm even think, do you know what I need to get? I need to get, um, I need to get a wide lens because you know when we, when we first, when you came in yeah. and I was trying to get the, the right angle. Ah, oh, right, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I need to be um, right against the wall. I need a wider lens yeah. twice as... <laughs> But it's like five hundred pounds just for like yes, a, a micro four thirds wide lens. It gets very very expensive. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Especially if you're taking it seriously, you know, mm. and you know what you're doing, you know what you need. You're not yeah. just going out there buying a Canon five D because it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Canon five D, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I thought man would say, you know, like a like a little five hundred pound camera, like a seventy D or something like that, or eighty D. Oh, bro, man, well, went for the big thing oh, straight boy, away. My business partner, you cussed me to the grave. Like, oh my <laughs> god! Do you even know what you're doing? You don't know what you're doing. I'm like, hey, yo, man, let's buy quality. It's gonna record quality. We'll be good. We'll be good. Oh man, <laughs> did, did you? Have you? Are you uh, into like stuff like um, you know, the stabilization, gimbals and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Ronin. Yeah, the Ronin. Is it the, the Ronin? Yeah, Ronin uh, S. Ronin S. Yeah. I want that, man. <laughs> I want that. But the thing is, I can't, I can't justify it because I just bought, um, not long ago, I bought a, a Zion Crane. Right, right, right. But right, I got right. the M version because okay. I, I don't use it that often. I sure. just use it like occasionally for like vlogs and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just thought, all right, let me just get the, um, the Zion Crane. And I was like... £380. But I sold one of my, uh, my other cameras right. to get it because right. I weren't using it. So... So yeah, and then about six months later, the Ronin S came out, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm pissed, bro." I've, I've been eyeing up that Ronin S since they even mentioned it. I think was it? No, it's not E3. One of their major camera events that they hold in America. Yeah, they mentioned it, and I, I spotted. It. I was like, "Yeah, that is nice. Single-handed, you know, it's got the controls, tilting the camera, doing all sorts of stabilization. Yeah, you can move about. I see the type of filming that they were doing with it. It was incredible. Wavy." 
But yeah, like I said, I, right now I just can't justify it. I'm like, business part is definitely, <laughs> definitely. Like, yeah, that's not say anything, bro. <laughs> oh man, bro. When it comes to cameras, I can talk for England, man. I think I think we're going <laughs> off on a tangent, but but back to you, man. Back to you. So with Happy to Host, how did you get started? What's the story behind it? And yep. you know, like, where do you see yourself in the next two to three years? What's the plan? Yeah, sure. Um, so it started off in college. Uh, myself. Lawrence, we were on the same course, um, advanced vocational ICT, um, big up all the SFX massive. Um, yeah. So we actually started off with a clothing label called Lorenzo. Yeah. I remember so, that. Yeah. Oh, so Lawrence had the idea. Look at the guy with vanity, eh? Lorenzo. Lawrence. <laughs> so that's where it came from. Uh, that, that, bro, it must be. Because like <laughs> I thought it was just you in the beginning. I was thinking like Lorenzo, that, that's a unique name. Like where did that come from? What's the story behind that? <laughs> But anyway, yeah. No, no, it was, it was a cool day. It was, we ran with it, we ran with it. Um, so yeah, we, we started off, you know, doing screen printing t-shirts, designs. It went quite well. It went quite well. Um, had an event, you know, uh, a single rave just to, to launch that and to say to thanks to everyone for the support. Um, it got to a point where the, it was hitting the pockets pretty hard. Mm. And because we were college students, you know, um, the concept of saving money, for me especially, it wasn't quite there yet um to to invest it back into the business uh so we had to sit down and, and even plus we were <laughs> we we're in competition with play apparel who's oh, our right. client now okay <laughs> so yeah they were doing their brand for way back when as well so it's interesting just you know the journeys that we've been traveling with to, with them together but um yeah so we cut that just sat down and said to ourselves how can we what can we do to provide a service where you know we we love what we do it's not going to hit too much in our pockets he loved networking at the time and I um, loved design. So primarily I started off in design. Um, so we then brought our skills together. Um, we started making basic HTML, CSS websites. Um, there was nothing dynamic about them. Right. You know, they were just standard HTML, CSS pages that you'd put up. The content will sit there. If you needed to change, you need to give us a shout. We'd have to <laughs> hand code it in HTML, doing all of that. Um, but yeah, from then, we then sort of, we moved into WordPress um, because initially WordPress was for blogging. Mm. It was a blogging platform. But then we started seeing companies doing other things with it, building actual websites. Um, so I then took up the skill to try and, you know, learn how to develop in that. Um, and that, this was during university times. Right. So for first year of uni, I went to Scotland. <laughs> I went wow. to Scotland to study computer games technology because I couldn't find it in London anywhere. Obviously, I hadn't looked wow. properly. That's dedication, man. Mate, that was stupidness, man. That's what it is. But <laughs> stayed there for one year, homesick, came back down, came back down, went to Westminster. And again, so I joined up with Lawrence again, went to the same um, uni. Um, the business was still going at this point. And up to this point, we were sort of looking for clients to do websites for free because we needed to build up a short portfolio, mm-hmm. you know, of WordPress websites to show that we could do what we were doing. Um, and from there to where we are today, yeah, it's just been, it's been one, one heck of a roller coaster. Um, we've rebounded quite a few times. I mean, where we are now, we're very comfortable with, very happy with in terms of our look and feel, the direction that we're taking it in. But we had to go through that trial and error, yeah, you know, yeah. The years of putting the work in, you know, sticking at it, the highs, the lows, the losses, yeah. you know, the wins. It's, um, it's a beautiful journey. Yeah. Beautiful journey. So like, 
how long have you been going now? That as as happy to host. So as happy to host, it would actually be ten years. Wow, ten years this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, yeah. man. Because oh, a lot you. a lot of people don't make it past the three year mark. You oh, know, this is it. Three this years. So this are you? It. So you're obviously you're f- completely independent, full time off this now. Yeah. So how long have you been full time with the business, and how did you transition from like full time work into you know doing the business full time? Um. So with I mean, first we, we, we put Lawrence into the business first because, um, because of finances, mm. you know, um, I was still able to work and to, you know, put in the late hours to get what we needed to do done, had weekends as well. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was a, it was a very slow transition. I mean, to say that from day one, we put everything into it. I mean, blood, sweat, no question. Yeah. But in terms of time and in terms of commitments, we had to balance the two mm-hmm. and I couldn't say that living off having to host, I'll be able to provide for myself, you know, Mrs. Now my child, yeah. you know, so I had to work the double job. Yeah, yeah. I had to do that. Um, that was a necessity. Um, but then came to a point where we, you know, I can actually, I actually started contracting. So what that allowed me to do was to take, was to do work for one or two months and then take long periods of time off mm. in order to, fixed time back into happy to host exactly yeah um so that i can we can now go and chase new business you know right. we can employ new staff we can build we mm. can grow because consistency and time is what you need to put if you're not putting time into it it's just gonna fail mm. you're not putting consistency into it it's just gonna fail so we just had to keep chasing new business we consistently chase a new business you know not it doesn't always turn around but Sometimes it does, and sometimes it's good. Mm. So that's where we are right now. We have a team underneath us, you know, working hard to get websites out there, providing solutions for anyone who needs it. That's cool, man. That's I rate that. Ten years, that's a lot of commitment. And the thing yeah. is, yeah, I find these days, um, people are kind of like, their expectations are so high yeah. from what they see online. You know, people are just popping up with business. Hey, I started a business. Hey, congratulations. Hey, man, like, yeah. And <laughs> it's just like, okay, you started, <laughs> but like, what's the next year going to be like for you? What's the exactly. next five years? Are you going to be here in five years? Are you that committed to your vision for five years? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. as soon as something happens, are you going to run back to your full-time job? This is it. Sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. But like, do you know what I mean? This whole business thing of course. Is, is not for the faint of heart. Of course. It's all romanticised online. You know, they'll show you the good side of it. Yeah. You know, they'll show you all the, the, the sugar-coated events, you know, all the beautiful things that are happening in the business. But off screen, you don't know what's going on. Mm. You don't know how they're sweating, you know, how much time they're having to put in, you know, how much they're having to invest in it. You know, the passion that they have to keep going. Yeah. That's the key thing. If you don't have any passion in it, then it's pointless mm. because you'll lose that passion. You'll easily lose that passion. If someone else has, you know, come out of nowhere and they're doing great and they've been given a grant from some beneficiary and their business is booming yeah. and you're still there slugging away late hours, you know, that's, that's, that's a motivation killer right there. Yeah, it's but true. it's when you're in the darkest hours, do you have the strength to now get out of there and say, you know what, look, I just got to keep going. Yeah. I know it will happen for me one day, but until then, let me just keep plugging into it. Yeah. Let me just keep plugging in. Social media makes makes stars of people too quickly. <laughs> too quickly. It's true, you Everyone know. Gets like celebrities are just popping out popping up out of nowhere. Bro. Look at that what's his name? Um his name Ferdy. Ferdy. 
Why are you coming fast? Bro. Man's is fully, like, he's got, like, 400k, like, followers on Instagram. Man signed a deal with Boohoo Man. Why are you coming fast t-shirts? Why are you coming fast t-shirts? <laughs> bruv. Bruv. I'm finished. He signed a deal with Boohoo Man, bruv. I, t- I said to myself, Lord have mercy, what is happening here? But you know what? I YouTube the video and someone posted the video in 2017. Mm. November 2017. I thought it just came out recently. Um, or was it? I'm not sure, you know. I'm not sure when it came out. I know it wasn't that recent. Right. I know it took a, a, a while for it to like resur- resurface. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. So it actually did resurface. Because earlier yeah. in the year, I didn't, I don't think there was any buzz. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I don't remember anything about this. This, why you're coming fast for you? just hit me recently. It's, it's like recently. talent these days. It's relevant, but it's not. It's also not. It, you can oh, go definitely. from, you know, zero to 100 mm-hmm. by luck, a stroke of luck. Yeah. Or like, for example, a good, a good example is, um, you know, that guy, uh, different to your yay, Osh. Yes. He, from what <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't really spent too much time on his page, but mm-hmm. from what I can see, he has always been working on his craft. It's, yes. it's not like he just woke up and just exactly. decided to put a song out there. Exactly. But if you go back through all his posts and that, and his music, yeah, he's been doing this for a while, obviously. And he's actually, I actually think he's actually good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was yeah. just a, a case of where like opportunity met, you know, it was the right, it was like a stroke of luck. Exactly. There's an element of Exa- luck to it as well. So <laughs> exactly. he just thought, okay, let me just try this. Yeah. And it banged. Literally. And that was literally. It. And now, now it's, it's what signed to what? Universal, isn't it? Is it bro, universal? Universal, yeah. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Universal, yeah. Bro, it is crazy. It is crazy. You know, um, and, uh, another instance, you know, real rap man with Shara's story. Yeah. Um, I haven't even, to be honest, I haven't seen any of them. I need to go and, you know, yeah, same here, time I need to check that out but as well. He, I know he's been doing his thing from day. You know, he was, he was involved in music and then he turned his attention to um, filmmaking. Um, and, you know, on a low budget film like that, that had such great content and now he's signed by Rock Nation. Amazing. Bruv, right moment at the right time. Yeah, it came to him. But the thing is, he put the work in. He put in a work, yeah. Put- it's not an overnight success how, you know, a lot of people think it is. Yeah, 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 exactly. And also, once you get to that level, it's also important to not get too complacent. You need 100%. to make sure that, okay, you've been given the platform, you've been given the cosign. Definitely. Now you actually need to make it mean something and yes. continue that same energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, moving forward, it's, it's, it's crazy, and that takes a lot of commitment. If you don't have the passion, it's gonna show later on. No, right? no, you might 100%. be you might be popping now, but if you didn't have the passion to begin with, and someone just gave you this golden ticket, yeah. then you're gonna just get your five minutes of fame and go home, and that's exactly. it, that's it. You're back to square one again. Exactly, exactly. And you know, with it's not everyone that's gonna get that same opportunity, you know, to blow on a on a global scale you know it might just come in small wins but that actually do change your life as an individual yeah 100% like for us now for instance we've we recently won a contract to um, redesign a website for a VR company and that for us was a was a big deal because it now allowed us to get into an industry that we've been trying to get into mm. you know and it's also growing as well that industry exactly it's also growing so off of the back of that who knows what doors are going to open, mm. but it's the fact that we've been consistently doing it for X amount of t- X amount of years, you know, 10 years. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to take 10 years for, you know, you to build your craft. I mean, it's different for everyone. It's different for everyone. You yeah. know? It's different for everyone. But 
um, for us, it, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely opened a new door for us. Um, not to say that we're you know not gonna continue building websites f- for you know artists, people in the entertainment industry, but um, as a business, we want to offer a service, you know, and as a business, we want to grow, you know, that's primary amongst everything. So whatever doors are gonna open, if it makes sense to us, we're gonna go through them. Hundred percent, man. So, um, moving forward, final thoughts. If you were to give advice to any young creatives coming up, um, who want to, you know, maybe possibly do what you're doing, or you know, start a creative venture and start getting clients and stuff like that, what would your number one piece of advice be to them? Um, I've mentioned it quite a bit. Consistency. Be consistent. Be consistently strong. You will have hard times, but you have to get through them. Um, ease. I mean, Denzel Washington said it. Let me let me try and get this quote correct. Um, ease is the greatest threat to progress than hardship. So if anything comes easy, it's not going to work for you. Believe me, you need to work for it. Work properly for it. Seriously. Um, yeah, you will. You will definitely have hard times. Definitely have hard times. But at a young age, it'll be a good time for you to start experimenting with what you want to do yeah you know yeah. because you've got the time to waste you know fail how many times you need to fail because out of that failure you learn yeah and yeah. also when you get to when, as you get older you start to accumulate more responsibility and you have less time to actually work on your craft or discover your craft so yeah, yeah it's imperative yeah. that as, as if you haven't got kids yet if you're not married yet bro if, you're, if you're still living with your parents oh, this man. is the time to actually you know, focus on your craft, you know? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. You don't want to be getting home and your little, your little kid is there, you know, <laughs> you're sitting at your laptop, she comes and wipes the whole thing off, you know? hundred percent. Oh gosh. I'm still there now, actually. It is, it's a, it's a, it's a big distraction. A lot of people underestimate. Once you, Definitely. once you have a family, yeah. Um, it's kind of like, you know, when you have a car, and you have one passenger, the car can move fast. This is optimal <laughs> speed, I know. agility, I know. handling. <laughs> Everything is, per- is, is perfect the way it's intended to. Now you've got like maybe three, four, three or four passengers with you. You know what I mean? With some extra luggage, <laughs> oh, you yeah. know? It, it, it can get a bit, you know, it can get a bit sticky. That's it. That's it. But yeah, yeah man, it's, well, been, it's been good talking to you, my bro. And I wish you guys more success, man. You're, oh, you're doing... You're, you're doing Amazing stuff out here, man. Black excellence in the building, man. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Even even yourself, man. Look, even from the days of Melody One. Ah, eh? I forgot. TDK. Oh, how? <laughs> Yo. I, I totally forgot about that, you know. I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, boy. Hey, good times, good times. And you know the mad thing? It kind of like, when, when you think about it, with the, the whole radio stuff, mm. like running an a online radio station, at the time, I closed it because it was taking too much of my time, and mm. I didn't, I didn't know where it would actually end up. Right, right. And right. if you if you really check it, podcasts have like overtaken online radio. I don't see, I don't really see the point of massive organizations yeah. running internet radio stations when we're moving. We've already moved towards that on demand thing. Uh, exactly. We've yeah. already, it's already happened, yeah, like, and I yeah, don't yeah. see people going back to you know tuning in to one program or one specific set or whichever at a specific time at a specific time you know? so it, it, it it's kind of good the way it worked out no definitely if I'm honest, but definitely definitely but like i say you you've you've been consistent you know 
Now we're here with the redesign podcast. No, 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 trying, no. It's, it's a big thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, honestly. It's a big, big moves you're making, man. Yeah, man. My bro. Yeah. All right, so for people listening, if they want to get in contact with you, see your work and stuff, like yes. where can they find you online? Uh, you could go to our website, happytohost.com. That's happy to, the two is a digit, not the word, happytohost.com. And on all social medias, at happytohostltd. You'll find us there. Fantastic. All right, guys. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I hope you have. Make sure you use the um, hashtag RedesignPod to uh, join in the conversation, spread the word and that. And I'd really appreciate if you could leave a review on iTunes. Actually, we just, the, you know what? The wicked thing is the iTunes confirmation came in today. Yeah, so it's bad that Spotify approved it first. Right. They approved it quick. Yeah, I tried to do everything on launch day. So yeah. Because I want it to be like consistent on Mondays. Yes. Every Monday. So I put it on uh, obviously SoundCloud and then from SoundCloud, put the, the feed onto Spotify. They right. approved it within minutes and then iTunes was just like, bruh. <laughs> like I was sweating. I was thinking, oh, like, is it going to get approved? How is it not going to get on iTunes? Yeah, iTunes. I'm sure there's a lot, there's a lot of regulations, <laughs> a lot of checks and all those kind of stuff. Eh? In order for you to get in their platform. But nah. You see your hair anyway. Yeah, yeah. man. We, we thank God. We thank God. Indeed. We thank God. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you tune in next Monday. Going to have a brand new episode for you again. You know, consistency is the key, as Emmanuel said. Indeed. Take care. Bye for now. Oh, the wait. You did give out the socials, right? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to host LTD. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the second plug. Thanks. thanks. Done, though. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe. Helps us get found, helps search rankings, helps people discover the podcast, new people are discovering it every day. So thanks to you guys. Yeah, so um, we need a bit more iTunes reviews. All you guys listening on iOS and Apple devices, I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review on the iTunes. So yeah, that would be great. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, so we'll be back again on Monday. Don't forget to follow me on the socials as well at Andrew underscore CBX, both on Twitter and Instagram. So we'll be back again on Monday. Take care and bye for now.